Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And today I'm going to do a couple of listener questions. All right. And we're going to get right into it. The first one, she writes, I need advice. So about a month ago, I met up with a guy. We have mutual friends. So I'm like the submissive type when it comes to sex. And I'm pretty shy and quiet in general. Like until I get to know that person or feel comfortable with them, So for the last three weeks, I've been trying to hit him up to see if he wants to hang out. I felt bad that we didn't hook up, so I offered other options to him. And in my defense, he said he didn't know where his condoms were, and I figured he wouldn't want to go without them. So yesterday, I basically called him out why he's acting the way he is, and he says he wished I showed more interest in him the night that we hung out. So mind you, before and after, I have shown him interest, and just an hour ago, I sent him a private photo, and he saved it. But then he says, can you stop yet? Like, if you want me to stop, why would you save my photo? I honestly don't care anymore, but I don't get why save my photo. Okay, here we go. Here we go. First of all, you're chasing him. You're chasing him. Stop searching out somebody, especially, you know, when it's just for sex, okay? Talk about looking desperate. That's number one. Number two, this guy is giving her excuses, all right? He's telling her uh, he didn't know where his condoms were. Please, all right? I have yet to meet a man that would say, I, I don't know where my condoms are. Any guy would jump on that if he wants to have sex with her. Obviously, he's getting sex somewhere else, okay? He doesn't need her to have sex. But the, the question that she doesn't get is, why is he saving her photo? Okay, you guys, I'm going to tell you why he's saving her photo. He's not saving her photo because he's in love with her. He's not saving her photo because he has any deep feelings for her. He's saving her photo because, most likely, he's probably jerking off to her photo, okay? And a lot of them do. A lot of them have a whole collection of women's pictures that they jerk off to. That's why they love when you send them pictures. Because today or tomorrow... You know, if they stop talking to you, they will still have your pictures. Like I had a girlfriend, she was dealing with a guy and, you know, they were talking and everything like that and they were close and they were like almost exclusive and he got to a point where they broke up and he said to her, he started, you know, berating her and badgering her and he was like, Well, you know what? I still got your pictures to jerk off to, okay? So this is what a lot of them do, you guys. So you got to understand that 
you know, if they're keeping your pictures, they're keeping your pictures for a reason, all right? Because they have a collage of pictures. I have girlfriends that have a collage of dick pictures. I have girlfriends that share dick pictures. Like they'll say, oh, check this dick out or check that dick out. All right. People do this. All right. People do this. So don't read into it and think like, oh, you know, they're doing it because uh, they have some interest in you. If he had interest in you, he would he would want to see you. He would not be making these excuses. He would want to have sex with you, okay? In a lot of cases, if he just doesn't care or anything like that. So, I mean, the guy doesn't even want to have sex with her. And the guy is like telling her, uh, can you stop yet? I mean, talk about, she needs to take the hint. She needs to take the hint and like back off from him because she is just making herself look so desperate. And this is just so typical of a lot of women out there that do this kind of shit, all right? And then I get the other women that don't do it that come to me and say, why don't guys want relationships? Why don't guys want relationships? Because you got women out there that are doing this, okay? You got women out there that are doing this, that are throwing themselves at the guys, that are doing anything just to have some kind of companionship, even if it's just sex, This is what's going on, you guys. It's not so much like, oh, you know, he didn't like you. It's not if somebody ghosts you or something like that, or somebody's not interested in a relationship, it's not necessarily that you did something wrong. It could just be that they're having fun and they're not they're not gonna, you know, answer to you. They're not in a relationship to you with you. They're interested in having fun. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, you guys, I'm on to the next question. Oh my God, this is a this is a goodie, okay? She writes, I've always been very sexually active. It started at 15 and I honestly don't know my body count, 50 to 75 if I had to guess. And my sex drive has only increased the last six to seven years. But I've never actually met a sex addict till I met my boyfriend. It affects daily life to some degree, but he will never admit it. Our sex life has always been fantastic and very active. The past four to six weeks, we've been fighting so bad and I've seen the end coming, but didn't want to admit it. I have truly felt like a whore lately because I love him and I love having sex with him. So even though I got kicked out of the bedroom two weeks ago, about every other day, sometimes every day, he has let me back into his bed to give him head. And then he will screw me till I get off. Then it's back to sucking till I get him off. Then it's me back to the couch and excludes from the bedroom. I've always given him everything he has ever asked for in bed. Yes, we are rough and kinky. I have let him get rougher than I would have liked, but it was okay. We are at the part of our separation where he has decided to come clean about all his lies. I come to find out that the hoe that I've suspected and accused the whole time, he's actually been screwing her regularly since before we got together 16 months ago. He's always denied it and swore they, they had never been that close, but I could read between the lines. I knew before he says, he even said it, it was released the frustration of being mad at me. So he didn't take his anger out on me. I don't understand this addiction and the need for multiple women when he has full access 24-7 at home 
for whatever he wants, as many times as he wants. Can someone explain to me um, an addict's perspective? I know we have problems and lots to think about and move past, so I don't really need people telling me to leave, but what is going on here? Okay, I'm going to tell you what's going on here. You have a very selfish person. That's what's going on here, okay? And he's trying to flip the blame on her for the reason that he is screwing this other chick, okay? And the the bottom line is she had suspected it. It was in her gut. And yet, I always tell you guys, you got to trust your gut, okay? He is just using her like little side whore, okay? Because it's like he doesn't even, he's just using her to suck him off. But the thing that she doesn't get is she's saying, oh, I don't understand, you know, he has me 24-7. What does he need anybody else for? I don't get it. Well, I'm going to tell you what it is, okay? The fact is, you are the same slice of pizza. He wants something different. You are dealing with somebody that doesn't know what it's like to be monogamous, who likes to have variety, who wants to have sex with different people. This is who you picked. This is who you picked, okay? It doesn't matter whether it's you or you're a supermodel, okay? He's the type that always wants something different. This is not somebody that you get in a relationship with unless you want to have an open relationship with somebody like that. And even if you're in a relationship, an open relationship like that, this person is not treating you right, okay? And they're always going to do whatever the hell they want and you are still there and you are still taking it. This is the problem. You guys are in relationships People are treating you like, you know, you're nothing. And yet you sit there and you're trying to, you know, figure it out. The bottom line is you're being disrespected and you're still there and there's no threat of you walking away. So this person is going to do whatever they want. Okay. They're not afraid of you walking out. And, and even if you were to walk out, this type of person probably wouldn't even care either because this person is so self-absorbed and is only interested in satisfying themselves. So unless you want to be somebody's slave, okay, where they're just going to use you for whatever sexual purpose you want, you don't deal with somebody like that. You have to walk away. And on top of that, this guy sounds like a narcissist. Why? Because when he admitted to cheating on her, he didn't take any accountability to the fact that he did something wrong. Instead, he said, in a way, he was trying to kind of blame her like, oh, you know, it was to get my frustration out. Like she caused his frustration, which caused him to go to this other girl. Okay. These are all excuses. Don't ever let anybody throw that shit out at you. Okay. These are excuses. He had a choice. If he was frustrated in the relationship with her and they were not communicating, he had a choice to work it out with her, which he didn't. Okay which he didn't. He wanted his cake and eat it too. So he went on the outside and this is the way he justifies his guilt as well because he's saying to himself when he's with this other person, well, she's aggravating me and she's fighting with me. So you know what? I don't feel so bad if I cheat with somebody else. Okay. I told you people do that. A lot of cheaters will do that. They will do things like, in other words, 
they'll start a fight with you and then they'll go cheat on you, okay? This is the way they alleviate their guilt in going and cheating on you. So be aware of that, you guys, all right? A lot of times people are in relationships and their partners, for no reason, just starts fighting with them over nothing. And they're like, what did I do wrong? I didn't do anything wrong. The partner, he's he's doing that because he wants an excuse to disappear and cheat on you, okay? And I also want to add, too, another reason they could have been fighting is, and I'm not saying this is necessarily the case here, but another reason that happens when people are not willing to work it out with the other partner is because there is another interest somewhere else. And they are thinking about that other person. And that other person looks great to them because they're not living with them, okay? Everybody looks great until you see them, you know, good, bad, and ugly, and you live together, and you really see what that person's about. So when you see somebody else that's attractive and everything like that, of course they look good because you're not seeing them every day. You're not seeing you know, you're not disagreeing on things, you know, take out the trash or whatever else. So he could have felt like he was boxed in with the relationship with her. He's He's got this other interest on the side that he had from before he even started with her. All right. He obviously didn't end the relationship. That's why I tell you guys too. make sure that these people are completely single. All right. So many people that start out dating someone are dating someone that is still having sex with somebody. They may be single in the sense that they're not technically in a relationship, but they may have a situationship somewhere or they may be having sex with somebody somewhere. So never assume, okay? That's why you have to watch the pattern with these people and it will show you whether this person is really 100% in with you or this person is disappearing now and then and you're not picking up on it and they're having sex with somebody on the side and you were sleeping during it. Okay, you guys, we're off to the next question. This guy writes, he says, why is it when you know something to be true, but you don't want it to be true, you then work to make it not true anymore, but then when it's repeated to you again, it always hurts. Like, I knew it. I didn't want it to be, and then it feels like it's hitting like a Mack truck when you're reminded of it. Because you're living in a fantasy, okay? You know it's true, but you don't want it to be true. Is because you have this fantasy of this person as being something that they're not. You're not seeing that person for who they truly are. This is what so many people do, and especially with heartbreaks, okay? A lot of people are heartbroken because they had this fantasy in their mind that the relationship was going to be something that it doesn't end up being, or they thought of that person as, you know, their soulmate or something along those lines and that person ends up not you know turning out to what they thought it's because you did not open your eyes and see all the red flags you thought this person was something that they weren't and why do you do that because you believe all the crap that you got fed in the beginning all right because you were dealing with somebody 
who had their mask on and was telling you things and you believed it without really seeing the person's actions and their behaviors and how they treated you and be able to make a judgment as to who this person is and what their character is, okay? I told you before, it's about somebody's character. It tells you what they are about, you know? Are they making you a priority? Are they consistent with you? Do they disappear on you? All these type of things, you guys, all right? So the thing is, never ever live in a cloud, all right? This is like the best piece of advice I could give you. Never ever just look at the romantic part of the relationship. You have to look at everything. You've got to look at the things that bother you, the things that annoy you. These are all signs, that you need to pick up on because if you don't pick up on it, one day you're going to be blindsided and the relationship is going to fall apart and you're going to sit there with a heartbreak because you didn't see the red flags and all of a sudden you're the person's telling you they don't want to be with you anymore and you don't get it. You don't understand why. And most of the time, most of the time, you guys, it's because you didn't see that person for who they truly were. And the other reason, you guys, you don't want to see it for what it is. Another reason is because you're afraid of change. All right. A lot of times people are with somebody for a while and they're afraid to uplift their life and or shall I say uproot their life and change everything in their life to be single. They're afraid of being single. So they try to, you know, throw this stuff under the rug and, and they sit there and they try not to see the bad or they think that the bad is going to disappear or they think or even worse, they think the person is going to all of a sudden make this miraculous change and have a totally different character. Very rarely will that ever happen, you guys. So, you know, don't be afraid of change, okay? You have to think when you're dealing with people, you have to think your life, long-term your life. And one of the things I always stress in a lot of my podcasts is about your time. Your time is so valuable, you guys. You don't realize it when you're young, you realize it later on when you get older and you say to yourself, I wasted so much time with this person or that person or the other person. I wasted all this time when I could have been with somebody else and and maybe been happy with somebody else, okay? So never ever be afraid to change something. If it's not right, it's not right. You have to face it because eventually, you know, the dirt begins to surface to the top and you know in the end in the end you know what you have you have wasted time wasted time of your life because you didn't want to see it for what it was it's not going to go away it's like when people have problems and they don't communicate and they fight and and they decide okay they're not going to talk for a while all right so they don't talk and all of a sudden they make up and you know they're all lovey-dovey, they missed each other, but they never addressed the problem. 
You know, if you don't address the problem, you can't fix the problem. And if you don't fix the problem, it's going to come up again. This is the, like the same thing, you guys. You, any any kind of, you know, conflicts, disagreements or something like that, you got to nip it in the butt. You got to communicate and you've got to come to some kind of resolution with that person or it's going to keep happening and it's going to build up to the point where somebody blows up or somebody walks out. All right. Okay. Here's the last question, you guys. And this is like really typical of what's going on today. A lot of because of social media. So she wrote and she says, this summer, my husband and I went through a really rough patch. We were on the brink of a divorce. He finally opened up to me and how my anger affected him and how he felt like he was always walking on eggshells around me. He said he was done, but gave me one last chance to prove myself. Since then, I've been seeing a brain-based therapist weekly and taking medications. I feel a big change and I haven't had any angry episodes in four months. Part of the therapy is actually training your brain to react to situations. I had a baby on October 12th, and I thought that things had been going okay. I've been trying to prove myself these last four months. He has sometimes seemed on edge or pissy, but other times is so loving. Well, he started a new job late August. Some things just didn't seem right. So I decided to look through his phone on Friday, something I never do because I try to put trust in him. There it was. I saw Texas between him and a girl, sexual, nasty, and flirtatious. I saved her number in my phone and I called her. She said they had sex once and that he told her and others at work that he was single and only had one kid. It didn't tell anyone that he just had a baby or a wife. He apparently was trying to get with other girls too, but didn't succeed. When I confronted him, he acted like it wasn't a huge deal because he had, he said he had been done with me. He said that I didn't give him the attention and support that the girl gave him. I was so incredibly hurt and heartbroken. I know that I hadn't been the best wife because of my previous anger problems, but I didn't think I deserved to be cheated on, especially after I had been trying so hard these past months and especially while pregnant. We had a talk and he told me that he did regret it but he never apologized. We also both talked and decided to start new, like we just met, a blank slate. All the issues I caused in his cheating would be wiped and we would start over. No passwords on phones and total transparency. My question is, am I a fool for doing this or should I not put up with a cheater and leave? I have a a four and a half year old who he has raised since he was a baby and we have a two year old and a newborn together. I surely can afford to be on my own. Um, I know this because we both, our incomes right now, we barely afford anything. Anyway, okay, here's the deal, you guys. They were going through a rough patch. He felt that, you know, he was always walking on eggshells. And yet, he cheated on her with this other girl. And again, not apologizing, not taking accountability, And just pretty much, you know, using the excuse that because they were not getting along or he felt like she had these issues or whatever, he went outside and and cheated on her. Plus, he was trying to get with other women as well. Okay, 
this is this is like another excuse because he you know if if somebody's that unhappy all right then leave the relationship or make it known and take a break i'm not an advocate of taking a break all right but what i'm trying to say is make a split all right because he broke the trust. Now, when somebody breaks the trust, it's very hard to get that trust back, okay? He's most likely going to do this again to her because she stayed. So when you stay with somebody who's a cheater, all right, only in very rare circumstances will it not happen again. Most times it's going to happen again, you guys, because here's the other thing too. Although they were having their problems, she was working on herself, all right? He knew she was working on herself, but he didn't care. He used the fact that she had anger issues to go and cheat. That was his way of running with it. Instead of being there for his partner, seeing that she's trying to make the effort to better herself, he still cheated on her, okay? So here's here's my my thing. If she wants to give him one more chance, okay, she could do that. And if he breaks it again, she's got to walk. But know that the odds are he is going to do it again, okay? So the biggest thing is, you guys, the biggest thing that I want to bring up with this whole cheating business is there is never an excuse to go cheat on somebody else. If things are that bad within your relationship, then you break up with the person and you go and you do whatever you want to do, okay? You don't play with somebody's feelings and especially when there's children involved, okay? Because now you're dealing with a child's life as well, okay? And, you know, as they get older, they may hear about these stories. This may have an impact on the children as well knowing that, you know, their father cheated on their mother or something like that, it impacts on children, you guys. So the point I'm trying to make is this. The point I'm trying to make is this. Personally, I think that, you know, she's trying to make it work. And this is what a lot of people do. They try to make it work. They try to make it work. Uh, What do I always say? I always say give somebody one chance. But cheating and being in a committed relationship like this and being married like this is is never okay never okay and you know now she's going to be in a situation where she's going to be tracking him she's not going to trust what he's saying what he's doing and it's a horrible way to live you guys that's why I always tell you when you're in a relationship you've got to be extremely clear to that other person That if they break your boundaries, if they cheat on you, they are done. R.I.P. done. They are done. Okay? And if they neglect what you're saying or they totally disrespect what you're saying and they go and cheat on you, then you got to let them just go. All right? So the fact that you keep them around after they've cheated on you, your, your value and your worth goes down. Okay, because obviously it's common knowledge to know that, you know, you're in this committed relationship and you were married and everything like you are married and everything like that. And the person had no regard for it. So who's to say they're not going to have regard when you have another problem two years from now? All right. 
And you don't want to live your life having to track somebody. That's a horrible way to live, you guys. So it's really up to you whether you want to, you know, give that person one more chance or whether you want to say to yourself, you know what, if they did it once, they're going to do it again. All right. And like I said, there are very rare instances where a person cheats and they never do it again. That is somebody who is truly and completely sorry. It's a one-time thing. But this particular guy, he wasn't just cheating with the one girl. He was hitting up everybody in the office and lying and saying he's single. All right? So this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. You know, what you allow is what you get back. So it's up to her how she wants to handle it how much the the relationship means to her. But the odds are, if she stays with him, he's going to, you know, nine times out of 10, it's going to happen again. He's going to be flirtatious. And the fact that she stayed with him, he's going to say to himself, you know, she's not going anywhere. I got her wrapped around my finger. And it's going to give him more power to feel that he could do it again. Okay. And on top of it, he never acknowledged or said he was sorry. Okay. He's not taking accountability for his actions. Instead, he's blaming it on the relationship and on her in a sense that that's why he cheated, okay? Don't let anybody flip the blame on you, okay? They could have walked away if things were bad instead of cheating on you. So that's it, you guys. If you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Please share, share the podcast with your friends and have a great day. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to make you aware that the Game Exposed podcast now has their merchandise available. You can check out the link in the podcast description. There's hoodies, there's sweatpants, there's t-shirts, there's cool hats. So go check it out. Link is in the podcast description. And follow Yaz on Instagram at dating underscore advice underscore Yaz.